This is the playbook, the cornerstone uh, to understanding how we can get what we want out of life stems from the five daily practices and note that they're daily practices. It doesn't mean that you spend all day practicing them, but you have to be able to lower the bar and give it a minimum amount of time. The premise in which I created the five daily practices are based upon the understanding of time and the infinite and relativity of time, as well as the constructs and limitations of time. The five daily practices are the cornerstone of all decision-making and beliefs, prioritization, and uh, the application of your soul with intuition, intellect, and inspiration. And it starts with the five daily practices. What meaning are we giving today? And in order to know the meaning that you're giving today, you have to know only the limitation of the past. See, the past is infinite in time. We can all go back 100 million years in what is here today, about one second or less. Uh, but it's infinite except for one thing. We limit our past by the meaning that we give the garbage, as you guys were talking about earlier, the meaning that we give these defined moments, inflection points. A lot of people notate define moments and inflection points as pain, setback, failures, mistakes. One of the most defining moments of my life was losing over a hundred million dollars and going bankrupt. And the meaning that I gave it when it happened is completely different than the meaning I give it today because of my understanding of time and my usage of the five daily practices. So when I had to go not only tell my mom that I was bankrupt, knowing that the only reason I wanted to be rich was to buy my mom a house and a car, knowing that I just wanted to make her proud of me and create ease in what was a very dis-easy life for her. Uh, I wanted to buy that house. And here I was years later telling her that I lost everything, including her house, and that she would have to move. The meaning I gave that 16 years ago is completely different now because of the five daily practices. The meaning that I gave all of the defining moments, the inflection points, the good, the bad, the evil, the ugly, of those setbacks, failures, mistakes, of the lessons of the light and the love is so important into the five daily practices because we want to give the meaning of our defined moments and inflection points of our past in a trajectory of what we think we want in the future. And in order to execute on what we think, note I say what we think we want in the future because we have the luxury of changing our minds and our meanings to accommodate what we think we want in the future each day, separate from each other. Meaning that there is no harm, no foul, and only strength, lessons, and love in changing your mind. Because changing your mind tells you that you're learning, that you're finding the light, the love, the lessons, that you're giving new meaning that has a better trajectory of what you think you want. And so I want everyone, before we talk about these five daily practices, to remember, recollect, and remind yourself, what meaning do I want to give my past? What do I want to nurse in that meaning? What do I want to curse in that meaning? And as Tim's story taught me, what do I want to rehearse towards the trajectory of what I see or think I want in the future?
Once I have a handle on the meaning of those defined moments and inflection points, once I have control of my mindset of these past, I now can set forth understanding today of what I'm going to do, say, think, believe, and feel in a trajectory of what I think I want in the future. That's the best way to get what I think I want in the future is to utilize the meanings, the light, the love, and the lessons of the past and effectuate or execute on them today with our actions, our words, our thoughts, our beliefs, and our feelings. And in order to do so, we need to have coherence. We need to remember to do them and to do them in an efficient, effective, and statistically successful way to be productive, to provide value, to be accessible, to be connected to many and all, and to access or receive what we want, and to be gracious, to continually search and look for the meaning, the light, the love, and the lessons in everything that you're going to do, say, think, believe, and feel for today in a trajectory of what you think you want in the future with that ability to change your mind tomorrow to the better, a better place, a better situation, or a better circumstance for you, not for others, not what's missing, not what you don't want, not creating resistance, but simply for you. And the first step in effectuating the time of now, the time of today, is to know that although I'm the limitation with the meanings that I give my past, the only limitation of the present is the time itself. We are limited by 24 hours of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful for the activities that are aligned with synergistic supplementary in a trajectory of what we think we want tomorrow. So knowing that time is the only limitation of today, meaning is the limitation of yesterday in the past, to get to the future that I want, I want to utilize time the best that I can. And in order to utilize the time of today in the trajectory of what we think we want, the first step of the five daily practices is to know what you want. People don't know what they want. They don't know what they want in their day. They don't know what activity. They don't know what they want in a spouse. They don't know what they want in a business. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to sleep. They don't know what. The first step to take that nothingness of not knowing what is to think about what. What do I want to do, say, think, feel, and believe in a trajectory of what I think I want in the future? What do I want personally, experientially, giving-wise and receiving-wise, balancing those, not equally, but weighted towards what I want? According to today, today is a Saturday and I have my son's baseball game. I want different things today than I want on a Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific time when I've been doing trainings for the last 22 years. I want different things and it's okay because it's aligned with the trajectory of what I think I want in the future in whatever time frame the future have, which is infinite as well, which will complete and finish in the future by knowing what we want today. One other mathematical advantage of knowing what you want is most people live like tubes, food in, food out, paycheck in, paycheck out. They live in nothingness, no thing to no thing is how they are delivered on this earth and how they leave, no thing to no thing. But in between, you need to know what you want to create possibilities. Because the minute you know what you want, it's a possibility. It's a mathematical advantage over nothingness. And once you know what you want, the second daily practice 
to increase your statistical success, your efficiency effectiveness of today in a trajectory of what you think you want in the future is to know who. Because the easiest way to get what you want is to help somebody get what they want. So who can we help with what we want? Who can we help get what they want with what we want? Fastest way is to know who and also who can help us. Fastest way to get to where we want to be is not only to help other people get to where they want to be, but also to find someone that's already there and ask them for directions. If you know your who, that possibility of what takes a mathematical leap called a probability. Once again, making us more statistically successful, more efficient, and more effective in the trajectory, the acceleration, the growth towards what we think we want in the future, changing the meanings as we learn from the light, the love, the lessons, the pain, the setbacks, the failures of what we want, not what other people want, what's missing or what we don't have. All of that fear of other people's opinion, all that fear of missing out is gone because you know what you want today to utilize in activities for that 24 hours. And you know who you can help with what you want and who can help you. The next step to take another mathematical leap is the third daily practice. Know your how. Now that how is the reconciliation of the what and the who with time. We utilize in order to understand and facilitate who we can help and who can help us. We facilitate and reconcile the how with the 24 hours that we have by being a student of time. Now, I call it a student of the calendar because the calendar for me is a repository of my time and activity. And it reconciles times and activities with activity that I have planned, I don't have planned my sleep, activity I get paid for, activity I don't get paid for, with three distinct lenses of reconciliation. When we reconcile time with activity in today to know our how, we need to use a lens of productivity of how are we going to be productive with our time, provide value with our time, the second distinct lens is the lens of accessibility. How are we going to utilize our accessibility to others and our ability to access what we want and who we can help and who can help us? The lens of accessibility also reconciles time, just like the lens of productivity. And then finally, the third distinct lens of the third daily practice of knowing our how is the lens of gratitude. The lens of gratitude takes the meaning that we've given the past, reconciles it to find the light, the love, and the lessons in the productive, accessible activities that we are planning and we don't have planned and our sleep. Notice I keep talking about our sleep because if you understand the limitation of time and the reconciliation of time into productivity and accessibility, you have to realize that one third of your life approximately is spent sleeping. That's why my number one oldest mentor is a sleep coach so that I can not only recover in a better way each and every day, but also access the information to be productive, accessible, and gracious the next day to create a higher frequency or vibration, a higher baseline for each day. Because why? Most people live in nothingness, no thing to no thing. They live like tubes, food in, food out paycheck in, paycheck out. They live the myth of Sisyphus. They roll a boulder to the top of the hill seven days a week just to have it roll back down to the same baseline. 
Not me. I utilize sleep to plateau each day and grow from that plateau to create a new baseline by recovering every day and accessing through recovering that information that is bigger and greater than I am. And understanding that my sleep is essential as a non-negotiable of health, just like exercise, nutrition, stretching, balance, or whatever else you determine to be best and most aligned with your genetic and energetic position of health. Because if you're healthy, you get as many wishes as you want, as many hopes, dreams, as many things to do, say, think, believe, and feel. Don't let your health be the limitation of today. Just allow time. And if you know your how, if you utilize the lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude, if you are productive, accessible, and gracious, you will be efficient, effective, and statistically successful in all your activities, planned, unplanned, paid for, unpaid for, and sleep. This is how we know our how. If you know your what, it's a possibility that is expanded and accelerated from no thing to no thing. If you know your who, it's a probability. But when you determine your how, by effectively utilizing the three distinctive lenses, your how now makes your probability your perspective. Those three lenses are the kaleidoscope of your perspective, allowing you to see things the way that you should, because you give meaning to everything that you see, even the setbacks, failures, and mistakes. The pain now becomes promotion, not punishment. The pain becomes an indicator that you have a better place to be, a better position, better situation, or a better person to be. You should stop worrying about what is coming and start focusing in your attention and intention by studying your calendar of what you're becoming. Are you becoming something that's in the trajectory of what you think you want by giving the meaning of the past to today in order to effectuate tomorrow of what you think you want? Keeping an open mind and open heart and open hands, living in intellect, intuition, and inspiration, the three soul capabilities that we have. I'll repeat that. You have three capabilities of the soul, intellect, intuition, and inspiration. And those can be developed the same as anything else by practice. What kind of practice? Daily practice. Do it every day. I promise you, you expand, grow, and accelerate towards what you think you want in the future. Know your what, it's a possibility. Know your who, it's a probability. Know your how, it's your perspective. Now, the fourth daily practice is also the antidote to no thing to no thing. It's the antidote to what people characterize no thing to no thing as. It's called procrastination. See, when we don't know our what or who or how, we procrastinate and we live like a tube. But if you learn to know your now, what am I going to do now, say now, think now, believe now, and feel now? And if I'm not doing, saying, thinking, believing, and feeling aligned with, synergistic with the trajectory of what I think I want, then we are going to spend minutes and moments in that ego-based consciousness in order to make a quick adjustment so that our trajectory is in the correct uh, target or, or direction. Know your how. 
in a hundred percent of the things you do will be done now. And a hundred percent of the things you do now get done. So now you're more efficient, effective, and statistically successful. The best way to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful is to know your now and do it. But you can't know your now. You can't prioritize. You can't utilize the antidote to procrastination unless you know what you want, who you can help, who can help you, and how to get it done with those lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. Know your now. Learn to prioritize what's important to you, not what's important to other people, not what's missing, not what you don't have. You are not punished. You are promoted when you prioritize, you are promoted. When you're prioritized, it's the antidote to procrastination. When you prioritize, it's the antidote to feeling overwhelmed. So many people that I coach come to me today, especially with the pandemic. Oh my gosh, I feel overwhelmed. And I said, okay, I can help you. Say thank you. They're like, what? I said, first say thank you for living in abundance. Say thank you for finding the light, the love and the lessons that you have too much on your plate. You have too many options. You have too many opportunities. You have too many touches of favor. You don't even know what to do. But instead, you're wasting all of them because you don't know your what, your who, and your how. You're living from no thing to no thing. So when you have something or too many things called abundance, when you start tapping into the infinite source of more than enough of everything, more than enough of everything for everyone, you get overwhelmed. Instead, know your now. Prioritize your now by knowing your what, your who, and your how. If you prioritize and you know what's important to you, you will always be efficient, effective, and statistically successful. You will always be accelerating in a trajectory of what you think you want. You will always find the light, the love, and the lessons in the prioritization of what you want, not what other people want, what's missing, or what you don't have. Prioritization is the antidote. It is also the way to be a productive, accessible, and gracious person and to get more shit done. If you know your what, you go from no thing to possibility. If you know your who, you go from possibility to probability. You know your how, you go from probability to perspective. You know your now and act upon it with what you do, say, think, believe, and feel. Whoo! You know your now, you now have your reality. And then once we live in our reality, we want to maximize that reality with the fifth daily practice. We know the what is one, the who is two, the how is three, and the now is four. The fifth daily practice is to apply your why, the application of why, not the search of what you already have. The why is inclusive in the soul capabilities of intellect, intuition, and inspiration. The capabilities that will allow you to apply your why instead of searching for something you already have. You see, the basis of applying your why is to know you are your why. And you're connected to and through your why. That there is nothing separating you other than the interference that you create for yourself. Utilizing your fear and what's interfering with you and your why. See, I believe, and I have faith, that there's something bigger than me. Something bigger than me that loves me more than my mom, except for it's omniscient, unlike my mom. It's omnipresent, unlike my mom. It is all-knowing and all-powerful, unlike my mom. But I'm gonna analogize a story of application of why by utilizing a story with my mom. When I was three years old, 
My mom never yelled at anyone. She worked two jobs, packed my dinner paper bag, second grade teacher, Sunday school teacher, filled up turnstiles at the convenience stores with greeting cards just so we could eat, packing our dinner in a paper bag, six kids, single mom, never yelled, never hit. In fact, my wife always liked to tell people my biggest problem is my mom never hit me, but she never did until I was three when I went to go reach up and touch a hot stove and she smacked the back of my hand like I'll never forget. And she screamed at me. No, I immediately cried just like I see people 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and even 90 years old. They get slapped on the hand by life and they cry. Why me? What did I do? Why are you punishing me, mommy? My mom immediately hugged me and said, I'm not punishing you. I'm protecting you. I'm promoting you, but you don't know what you don't know. You don't know the storm's going to burn you. The same way that you don't know that job's going to burn you. That application's going to burn you. That car's going to burn you. That house is going to burn you. That relationship's going to burn you. You don't know. But the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing does that loves you more than my mom loved me and more than your mom loves you. And it knows. And so it says, here's a little bit of pain. I'm going to slap you. I'm going to let you know that that's going to burn you. And guess what? The faster you learn, the less you get burned. If I kept on touching the stove, I kept getting burned and burned. The pain would eventually go away when I learned the lesson. That's why we search through the five daily practices for the light, the love, and the lessons through the what, the who, the how, and the now. And so when pain keeps on being present, mistakes, failures, and setbacks, I start thinking to myself, oh, I'm being promoted and protected. I just got to find the lesson because the biggest misuse of time is between that pain and the lesson to learn. That's the biggest misuse of time, the problem and solution, the cause and effect. And the more that we put our emotions on that pain, the more we put our emotions on an outcome, the longer it's going to take to learn the lesson. And the biggest waste of time is between the pain and the lesson. It's the biggest waste of time. And it's also the longest of time. So I want everyone to take the five, the fifth daily practice of applying our why and utilize the four steps to apply our why. That mindset of understanding there's something bigger than us that loves us more than your mom. No matter what your religion, philosophy, spirituality tells you, this is the basis and foundation of it all. Knowing that I'm being protected and promoted, not punished. And in order to do so and act upon and apply our why, there's no more in search of why. No more trying to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, more worthy. Instead, let's identify what we're doing to interfere with it. Because I am. I am happy. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am worthy. I am connected to and through an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source. I have more power in my pinky than they utilize to light up all of Manhattan. How could I not? But what am I doing to interfere with it? In order to figure out what we're doing to interfere with our why, we need to practice identifying fear. See, I spell interference with F-E-A-R, not just F-E-R. So if I can learn to identify fear, the needs of the ego, the interference, the ego-based consciousness to be separate, not connected to and through, but separate from, inferior of, or superior of, or need to be guilty, angry, anxious, frustrated, a need to be resentful or offended, 
you know, it's time, emotion, and value is spent in interference. Most people spend the majority of their life in interference. And I want you to practice identifying that. I want you to spend minutes and moments in that. And I want you, when you identify the ego-based consciousness, when you identify fear, when you identify interference, I don't want you to resist it. I don't. I don't want you to fight it. I don't want you to go around it, under it, through it. I don't want you to lie to it, cheat it, manipulate it, steal from it. I don't want you to deny it. I want you to stop and utilize it. Once you identify and practice identifying fear in the step of applying your why, I want you to identify it and then utilize it because fear can be utilized to accelerate the trajectory towards what you think you want tomorrow. Number one, when we realize that we can utilize fear to get up, get back up, get started and get back started, that's the direction I will take it if I need to get up, get started, get back started. But I have to realize that that fear is a soul sucker. It's like the fuel of a rocket ship. We know we use 90% of the fuel in a rocket ship just to get off the ground, to get started, to get back up, to get going. But it's okay if we're identifying the fear and utilizing it in that purpose or trajectory, great. But we have to learn to utilize it in the second way as well. We can utilize it to get up, get back up, get started, or get back started, or we can utilize it to get out of our own way. When we identify one of those ego-based consciousness that need to be separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful, uh, worrying, complaining, any of these interferences that create dis-ease from our ease, our natural status of flow of the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, that great source. When we can identify what's interfering and either utilize it to get up or to get out of our own way, we now breathe and get back to ease. And once we're at ease, now we remind, remember, and recollect. We remind and remember and recollect what we want from this nothingness to a possibility, who we can help, who can help us, probability, how best to get it done with those lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. And then we prioritize by what's important to us. And we do say, think, believe, and feel our now. And once we know our now, that reality puts forth itself and we experience pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes. We experience fear. We then identify the fear. We stop, figure out how to utilize it. We drop down to center or ease. And then we roll back into what, who, how, now. And we apply our why. We live in inspiration, intellect, and intuition the majority of the day. We plateau and grow in a trajectory and acceleration to what we think we want because the future is unlimited. The only limitation of the future, the limitation of the past, the meaning you give it. The limitation of today, time. The limitation of the future, you. Utilize the five daily practices of what, who, how, now, and why, and you will accelerate your trajectory of what you think you want. But more importantly, you'll make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. You will live your life with passion, purpose, and profitability. I promise you. If anybody wants those five daily practices, I'll be happy to send them out to you. They're free. If it's free, it's we. Just email me, david at dmeltzer.com. That's my first name, David at my first initial D, last name Meltzer, like Seltzer with an M, dot com.